right, all right. I think we are live. All right, I thought we would have our little, what you call it? Our pre, what's it called? The intro? Our, yeah, our intro. I guess. intro. So it doesn't matter. If it didn't happen, it didn't happen, but we're here. Um, welcome to our latest episode of a Footy Fantasy podcast. I'm excited to host today. My name is EJ, and I'm with me, I'll start with Jola Ogakwame. Thank you. Um, I don't know if I'm happy or sad to be here, but I'm here. You're here. And then yeah. Dada, Chelsea fan, welcome to the podcast. Same. Uh, I think I'm uh, generally happy to be here and can't complain. Well, I, can I mean, happy to see you guys. You guys are like decent people, but am I really happy to be here? Eh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just gonna we're gonna jump right in, okay? Um, the match today that happened at eleven a.m. eleven thirty a.m. my time, Chelsea versus Spurs. Um, I thought it was a good match. It was an interesting match. Two all draw. There's a lot of drama, though. A lot of drama at the end, in the middle, everywhere, at the beginning. Dada, what did you think about this game? Your team, how do you think they perform? Oh. I don't see that anymore. I think you have to get that real quick. Okay. I said if no Spurs fan was going to show up, I would represent Spurs, even though it kills me. So <laughs> I would talk on behalf of the Spurs team. <laughs> I think they stole that game, that draw, that point. They should be happy they left. Stanford Bridge with a draw. Um, each time they came back, it looked Sorry like about that. Our technical difficulties. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I was, I was giving the Spurs perspective, but like I said, I think they stole the points from that game. But I'll let you jump in. Tell me what you thought about your your game. Man, you know, I, you know that game was interesting, entertaining. What really worked out for me was prior to the game, I had very low expectations for us. And that was predicated on two things. One, just if you look at our preseason performance, Chelsea just did not look like uh, the team that is ready to challenge for the title, right? So we played Everton. The Everton performance was very poor, were very sluggish, uh, and our goal came from a penalty kick, right? And you compare that to Spurs. Spurs were coming off the back of a really good preseason. They looked really sharp. Uh, they, they look like Arsenal and City in terms of like, you know, you look at the delta between where the team should be and where they are. I felt like Spurs were one of the teams that were closer to their potential. So yeah. you look at the sports game, 4-0, Southampton, all their new signings uh, were performing very well. You know, Kane looked good, Sound looked good. So, yeah, so I kind of figured, okay, historically, I think we've not, um, we've not lost to, we played Spurs four times last season and we won all four. And if I'm correct, I think they didn't even score any goal. I think it was just like we won all four and didn't score any goal. So coming into that, I knew there was going to be this uh, vendetta against us. They were going to be the better team. So I thought we were going to lose, actually. To be very frank, which I thought, okay, this was going to be a 1-0, 2-0 Spurs win. But then historically, when you have a team's number, that kind of gives you uh, momentum. 
so yeah, so that was my expectation. So in the first 20 minutes, I saw the game. I was like, okay, this game looks different. Chelsea is actually the better side. We're creating chances. We're going to score goals. This is going to be good. Um, and then, you know, at 1-0, uh, the, corner, uh, the corner kick from Koulibaly, that was great. And then they they equalized and it was 1-1. And when we're 2-1 up, I was telling all Chelsea fans, I was like, go to bed. This is good. Three points. Don't worry about it. But there's something about, about football that, even though it's unpredictable, is unpredictably predictable. In the sense that, like, it's like, man, I've kind of seen this before, right? Like, you know, David, one of our Chelsea fans was like, oh, you know, they're going to score. They're going to equalize. And I was telling him no. But even with the no, I, I didn't have a strong conviction. Because I felt like, man, I've seen this before. Like, we do this a lot last season. We have 2-1, and the team is going to come in the last few seconds of the game and score. So, in summary, I, I was not disappointed because I had low expectations. That game really summarizes Chelsea. Everything that we're, that's good about us, we saw it in that game. And everything that was bad about us, we saw it in that game. And speaking of things that are bad about us, Jorginho is bad about us. We just Jorginho's got to go. Um, Chelsea creating chances and not scoring them. That's also a signature Chelsea thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and, and, and oh, God, I hate the smirk on his face. Oh, God. So I, 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 I was in a good mood before, and now my mood has just changed drastically. But anyways, so kind of just going back. So, so yeah, so all in all, um, and I like the little tussle at the end between Toku and Conte. I mean, I think it's just passion. I don't I don't read much into it. Uh, the ref did not have a good game, but those things happen. I think, you know, you get some calls for you, you get some calls against you. It's, 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 that's just, it's just part of the sport. So that's not an issue. Uh, but one thing I will say, though, is, and I know, you know, we troll a lot, but I feel like, Spurs are going to go far this season. Um, and the reason why I say that is, and I know it's very, very cliche, as a good team, you need to get points, get results when you when you don't have a good performance. And that's exactly what Spurs did, right? Just with a better team for, you know, 89.9 minutes of the game. But Spurs stayed in the game. They were relentless, and it took their chances. And I felt like that's a very signature content thing, right? Against Southampton, they played fantastically well. Against us, their performance was so far, but it still got a point. So I know I'm rambling here. I feel like it was two-point loss by Chelsea. Um, we were there a lot of, There's a lot of work that needs to be done on our side, and I hope that we can do that with this game. And I think Spurs and Conte, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. I think, I dare I say, I think they, they, sh- they should be title contenders uh, along with City and, um, and um, Liverpool. Okay. Before we go to Ono, who just jumped in, I want to give take this comment. It says, "Hey, Jola, good, cool T-shirt." What does your T-shirt say? Is that a NASA shirt? Yeah. Okay. I guess it's cool. Um, now Ono, that has given us his perspective on the game. I still think it was one point stolen by Spurs. I'm um, the guys also had a, had a good preseason. I agree with that. I agree that they've been hyped a lot this year. But it also seems a road. If I was judging based on this game, I would be very fun, inspired, and sure. So they got that point. So what do you 
I don't think you can hear him. Okay. Is he just here to join? I think he's in a bar. Yeah. Hey, can you all see my chat? Yeah, we can see your chat. Yeah. I can hear you. Okay. So he said he's going to leave and return. Okay. I, I try to find the quiet spot in the bar, but it's still too loud. So I'm going to leave and try to, I'll try to check back in. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. So I did want to say one thing about the fight at the end, the tussle at the end between Tuchel and Conte. I think it was completely Tuchel's fault. And I heard they both got red cards. I don't like that. I think only Tuchel should have got a red card and Conte should have been walked off scot-free because Conte went to shake his hand and I don't care what he said. Maybe he said something that we didn't hear it, but I saw Tuchel pull him back and start a discussion and it became something more than what it should have been. I think it told yeah. him, look into my eyes when you, when you shake my hand. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, you know, I'm... I don't read too much into those things. You, you can make an argument that it was Tuku's fault, it was Conte's fault. I mean, the, the rivalry between those two and also, too, you saw the escalation because, you know, as I said, last season, even when Spurs were a good team, we beat them 4-0. There's, there's a lot of bad blood amongst Chelsea fans and Spurs fans. You're going to have that in the derby. So, uh, yeah. No, I'm not against. I'm not against the altercation. I loved, now, what I would have loved to see was maybe a punch. Now that would have been dope. Kind of like if they both went at it, I would pay good money to see that. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. against. Yeah. I, know you're, I know you're always pro madness, right? Yeah. And me too. I I, I love when things get mad. But um, but you gave him a red card. Now he can't go to his next game. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean I I hope they go back and review that because yeah. even by even by Tuchel's own admission. Uh, he said that he pulled, well, he didn't use, but I'm paraphrasing. He kind of like pulled Conte back and said, look, look at me in the eyes when you shake my hand. Who cares about that? I don't care about looking at your eyes if I shake your hand. I mean, I have to shake, I mean, while I'm shaking your hand. That's disrespectful, though. Are you going to shake a man's hand and not look nah, at Nah, allow it. it. I'm there to disrespect you. Why? why Come on, now. The purpose of my existence is to disrespect you. The handshake is only to show the kids at home that, look, we can still be gentlemen. That's yeah. it. Nothing more. So, look, if I decide to slide tackle you, two-foot two slide tackle, and then shake, shake your hand after that, yeah, that's how the game is played. I don't need to look in your eyes when I'm shaking your hand. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with EJ. That, that really um, – I, I, I hope they review that and, re, and rescind uh, Conte's red card. But I love I loved the, um, the little mind games back and forth. Yeah. Even when, when Chelsea scored that second goal – what a goal by yes. James, by the way, bruh. I love that game. But the little when Conte ran in front, I mean, when Tuku ran down Marino style, I was like, oh, this is what I love. I, I, I just, I just, I loved it. It was a wonderful game of football on the pitch, off the pitch. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for a Sunday afternoon. Okay. Now I'm gonna we're gonna talk about switch gears and when Ono comes back, hopefully we'll talk, he can give us more of his perspective on his team and their performance. We're gonna switch gears to do a little bit of an Arsenal review. I, I don't even want to talk about Arsenal today, but you know, I will I'll do I'll talk about them a little bit. Um 4-2 versus Leicester. Last couple of seasons, or last year we did a double over them. 
So I'm not scared of Leicester anymore. They're, I'm not scared of them at all. And I wasn't expecting to do anything, to get anything less than three points from yesterday. But I do have to admit, I like the style in which we did it. I think two goals could have been more. Um, and then they scored. Then we responded like within a minute. But they scored. I mean, we scored because it was an own goal um, from Saliba. And then we responded the next minute. Again, they tried to peg us back. These little chances that they had, pockets of chances, we didn't, we didn't let them get any kind of hold in the game. And it was just, it was a good game of football. I think our team, our team is just picking up from where they left off last season. And anyone who wants to say, they are. I'm still picking up from where y'all left off, though. You guys look better. For like, when I say we were we're showing signs of this last season, no one can deny that. Yes, we fell yes, off true, the tail end, true. but it's kind of it's kind of yeah. You're right. We're better. We're building. We're escalating past what we did last season. But anyone who said they didn't see signs of this and they needed to see more, hope you're seeing more now. So let let's see what happens. I'm not sure, but what I like to see, what I'm seeing on Twitter everywhere else is, are people saying, especially United fans, they're like. Uh, why can't they do things like Arteta? I'm like, no, don't, don't say that. Don't talk about our, don't talk about our coach because you guys are one of the few people who people of him when he was doing his little process things, and he's still within the process. So I don't want to hear he's now the blueprint. Oh, I no, 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 but he deserves to be made fun of, though. He deserves to be made fun of when he screwed up. Two things can be right. You can't, you can't come and switch it around and say he's now some kind of blueprint. And you know, it's it's not it's not going to work that way. Focus on your. So what are you talking about? The club. Go ahead. The Go club ahead. is a blueprint. Sorry, I was going to say, I was going to make a point. I think the the club and the manner in which Arsenal are running things is a blueprint. Yes. Right. You know, I think that's, and if you compare that to United, and I'll tell you one thing, EJ, is I think this season, one thing I'm really big on is trying to understand how clubs are ran, like strategically and operationally, right? And the reason why that is interesting to me is, United is a very, very good example of a poorly, poorly ran organization to where you can, there's only so much you can do with a manager. You look at Arsenal on the other end, like, is Arteta the greatest coach ever? Maybe not. Is he, is he okay? Yes. But I think what's helping Arsenal out is at the top level, there's a vision that's been cascaded down and you kind of see the strategy, right? So there are moments where, yeah, we'll make fun of Arteta because, yeah, he hasn't proven himself yet to the extent where we can say he's world class. He's a decent coach. But, and Kwame can chime in here. I think when people are making that comparison, it's really more on, hey, look at what Arsenal's doing. We see what you guys are doing. You guys are working towards this process, this plan. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what we should be doing. When you look at United on the other end, it's hard for you to really pinpoint what are they trying to do. Yeah. I think I think that's the comparison yeah, that folks yeah, yeah. are making. But I still will add that the plan does not exist without the Arteta Edu combination. It, do, it really doesn't. Like you I, guys I are think, no I fantasy think... person up there in the sky in Arsenal that's doing anything without Arteta and Edu's contributions to as far as bringing players in, making those decisions on who to bring, when to back off and add players, or when to even team selection. All of that you can't have one without the other. So I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but. I still think Arteta is integral. Whether or not he's an elite manager is a different question. Is he managing these players well? The answer is, so far, even including last season, the answer is yes. That's why people like me are Arteta in. But were you Arteta in last season? 
I was at Teta in uh, when we won. Uh, who did we beat? Middle of, middle of the season, I became truly at Teta in. But, but, but so you fluctuate, though. But you fluctuate. So, so you were swinging. You swinging. Um, I swang after the Villarreal loss. I so you swang and I swang. So you swag surfing. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. only one swing. So I've only swung out once. I'm back in and I'm fully so in. Oh, yeah, become Dangolova. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm not a, no. I, I still reserve the right to swing out one more time. <laughs> But no, I like. I truly like what I see. I think the game was good. It was an interesting game. I watched it. Um, but no, or, or the opposite of what we did last season. Um, and I, which is like start the first three games with three wins. I believe we'll win our next game, and then after that we play. We'll see what happens. But what I really want, I'm not. I'm not resting on our laurels. I want us to. See, I want to see how we perform against the big guys, the guys that we haven't beaten in a couple of years, like. We are talking about City, Liverpool. See what happens. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no doubt Arsenal. Is, I think Arsenal is heading in the right direction. Uh, going back to to Dada's point, going back to Dada's point, when you look at a team like Arsenal and you kind of like you you draw a trajectory from where they've been in the last you know, four or five years up until now, you can tell you you can you can narrow down. Arsenal's problem to maybe one or two problems now, right? Unlike United, you go to United, you ask any United fan, actually forget United fan, any football fan, what is the problem at United? They will tell you everything is the problem at United. And they will be, I mean, that, that'll be the truth. So with Arsenal, um, they have recruited correctly, even though those decisions seemed kind of harsh at that time, they were correct in pushing out some players out of the club. Obama Young, Lacazette, you know, uh, I mean, those have proved to be the right decision. It's just that at the end of the day, you know, if you get to the Europa League final, do I trust Atleta to win it? Hell no. I don't even think he's going to get to the, I don't even think he's going to get to a Europa League semifinal. So um, when, when, when it comes time to deliver. Why do you say that though? Why do you think so? Why do you think they won't get to a final? They they can't win a final. They can't, they they will probably get to a final before. I mean, that's just, it's a but he's won a final before, though. He's beat Chelsea in the final. Bro, allow it. It's a European final I'm talking about, bro. I'm not talking yeah. about... I'm not talking about... <laughs> look, I, I think... I, I think... I think... Uh, with the way Arsenal carries itself, with the way Arsenal, Arsenal fans, you know, uh, want, to, want Arsenal to be... To be, uh, to be represented in world football, they need to deliver when it matters. They need to deliver when it matters. They need to make top four when it matters. They need to beat Newcastle and Tottenham when it matters. They need to beat Villarreal in a final, in a European final when it matters. They cannot do. I don't see them doing that under Ateta, and that's just. Uh, that's of course they are. are. Of course I, they are. I think it's a progress, progress thing, right? So you're yeah. about to well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It is a progress thing. It is a progress yeah. thing. No, no. Right, but right. EJ, I think at this point, what, what Arsenal has now, Arsenal has a great. They have a great crop of players, right? They have a great crop of players who are young, who are hungry, right? Young players, you know, they come with inconsistencies, right? And when it came time for you guys, to, I mean, you guys had a you guys had a good cohort of young players last season too. You had Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, and uh, even Martinelli. I know he was injured, but he came back. He came back towards the end of last season. When it came time for those boys to deliver, they couldn't. 
And in a team, in in I I this is my like that. If you have young players, you must have an experienced manager, right? Who will give those players that kind of seed mentality for them to deliver when when it, when it, when it when it matters. Yeah. If you're gonna have an inexperienced coach, well, you better have mature players, like you know, experienced players who can deliver when it matters. Arsenal has. How me. much experience are you talking about, though? How much experience? No, no, no. Arsenal has. You want him to be like forty-five? Arteta is not a. Arteta is not an experienced coach. He's not a coach okay. that inspires players this is his third to season. win a European so, title when I'm, it matters. And the players that are and the players that are in the team, they, they, I mean, they will grow eventually into it, but they're just not there yet. This okay. is a growing man. Still bro. are saying that we are not there this season. Say that again. No, you guys aren't there this started. season. Well, you guys are there this season. You'll never be there. <laughs> I, 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 think, you know, I, I think even if we are talking about a sample size, you don't have enough information to say that we're not there yet. That's my point. No, no, we, my we point. have a sample size. I mean, okay, you can't say a, season, a team is not there based off of last year when we have not, we're not there. No, but, but EJ, my point is this. EJ, my point is this. I'm looking at, so looking at last year and what you had to achieve last year, yes. right? Looking at what you had to achieve last year, and the tools you had to achieve what you had to achieve. Yes. Was reaching top four a realistic expectation? Yes. Yes, it became a yes, realistic it was. expectation. Did you achieve top four when it came time for your boys to deliver? No. No. no but, but, hey, look at different things and the reason, and the reason, and the and the reason you did not do that is my, my I think it's twofold. Okay. One, you have an inexperienced manager, and the group of the, the your group of important players. Are also very inexperienced. You cannot have both of those things. No, no, no. That's not. No, no. Okay, no. I repeated the same thing twice. So. No, no, no. no I, I disagree with that. Like, okay, one thing I like about when I come on to this, um, this you know, podcasting versus when I'm online is I, I tend to throw less on this platform because my name and my face is there, and someone could be recording me, and I don't want to sound like an idiot, but. If Arsenal had finished top four last season, they would have been pushing above their weights. That's just kind of like the truth of the matter, right? Now, and you also have to remember, too, like they barely did not finish top four. Arsenal, Arsenal last season was not the uh, was not the fourth best team in the league based on, on paper. When you look at that team on paper, you don't say, oh, you know what? This is definitely the, the, the fourth best team in the league, maybe five, maybe six. But my point is this. My point is this is. Arsenal finishing fourth is not a signal of failure from last season. Yes, it now, is. The manner, the manner in which it's they crazy. dropped out, the, the manner in which they dropped out was what was disappointing because, man, right. they were so close, but they fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but but that's my point. That's mean. my point. That Wait, but let me finish, though. Everything, let me finish. Everything regresses to the mean. So that being said, what I'm saying is, like, at that team finished top four last season, you wouldn't say, oh, they're inexperienced. They have an inexperienced manager. No, that's not, that's not going to be the rhetoric. That's not, not going to be the narrative. Right. Yeah, that, that, the thing is, you have to you have to assess the situation. It, it has to be situational, right? When Arsenal started last season, they, you know they went what three games, three game, a three game losing streak. Everybody was making fun of them. At that point, yeah, everybody, nobody gave them hope to finish in top four. Right. Yeah. When the season turned, when the season turned to a point where they had a genuine shot, right? Tottenham were almost blowing it. United blew it a long time. I mean, long time ago. Leicester City were not doing what we thought they were going to do. West Ham were West Hamming. Arsenal had a genuine shot to, to achieve that top four position, and they did not. 
That's a simple fact. Why? But why didn't they? Why didn't they? Why didn't they have the mentality to go to Newcastle? It has nothing to do with mentality. It has nothing to do with mentality. No, it has nothing to do with mentality. Majority of the players plus the experience of the coach. I think it's a combination. I think it is. No, the youth, but we are at the back. The personnel at the back, everyone wants to leave that out. When we went to Newcastle, we did not have a back four. We literally did not have players. Um, Tottenham, we didn't have our main um, wing, uh, fullbacks. We didn't have either of them. But yes, do I think their youth cost them? Absolutely. They choked. I'm going to always say, I saw a team. DJ, it's not only youth, but, it's not only youth on, on the part of the players. It's also okay, in the Sure, sure, sure. Well, my point and is and it's a combination so, of so, 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 experience coach have done. More than experience coach have done. If that was him, like you lose two of your fullbacks, you lose two of your fullbacks, you lose part of it. Yeah. The, the good thing about experienced coaches, the thing about experienced mm -hmm. coaches is that they can push players to do things that a regular coach couldn't get that get out of them. They can do that. They I mean, can, that's that's bro, very cool, right? was out there looking like a match winner for us every every season. Fellaini, Fellaini was out there winning us. Winning so, so you have, what I'm saying is this: you have to put things in context. All I'm saying is you have to put things in context. Like, at, at Arsenal finished fourth last season, no one would say, "Oh, Arteta is not experienced." This, you know, what I'm saying what I'm saying is like, at football fans would do this. We find a narrative and we stick to it, and then we come up with words to fit that narrative. At Arsenal finished top four last season. Would you say, "Oh, you know what? They got lucky, or the managers?" In no, no, no. I won't say they got lucky. What I'm gonna say is this. What I'm going to say is this. I would have said Tottenham blew it, United blew it, and Arsenal took advantage. That's what I would have said. And that's what, that's what, that's what teams that can rise to the occasion, that's what they do. They take advantage. Just like you, tell, you, you, you talk, that you guys took advantage and won the Champions League. Because everybody else was sleeping. Did you have a right to win the Champions League? No, you didn't. You had no right to win the Champions League two years ago. But, but we did, did though. We're, we're the you, better Exactly, team. that's what I'm talking about. That is what good players and a good coach can do. Uh, and then they, what happened the next year? Football is up and down. I don't know. It, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But but again, it's situational. It is situational. Well, when I, you let's go it, back. Let's go back to your original point because now I want to have it very clear on record. You're saying that because of what Arsenal did last year, they will never learn from it. They will never progress past. No, and no, never no, I'm not, I'm no, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm no, no, I'm not saying that. What what I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is you don't uh, trust them to do that. That's what I heard. You know what? No, what, what I'm saying is they have Arsenal has managed. They've managed a. Uh, they've managed to have to develop this good, this good recruitment system. And the recruitment system is not only like bringing in players; it's also knowing how when to ship out the old cargo, right? Okay. But I don't think. I don't think now. Now I feel like they need the coach to do it. Okay, that's what I want to coach. You don't trust Arteta. No, I don't trust Arteta. Oh. Okay, okay. No, no, I don't no, trust no. It's, no. Like, it's, like, it's like you telling me to trust Frank Lampard or Steven Gerrard or Oligan Association. No, but you can't compare Arteta to them, though. You cannot do that. Arteta is a better manager than those two. It is. It might be. What I'm doing is Ogakwame neglecting the fact that Arteta has had a hand in every decision that's been made with acquiring these players. That's what I'm hearing. And I'm. It, it, it's okay to have. Oli had a hand in acquiring players, too. Where is he at? Who? Oli. He had a hand in acquiring. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like you Frank can't. Lampard had a hand in acquiring Christian Pulisic. Did he not? Dude, what I'm saying is this: like, what, 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 what I'm saying is this: like, those players did not come in in isolation, right? Like, Arteta was one of the reasons why they came in. All, I'm, all I'm saying this season is this Arsenal team has improved. 
Arteta is showing signs or is progressively showing signs of someone will shape up to be a good manager, okay. right? Now, now, if this team does not finish top four, then that's a very, very concerning yes. thing. It will be very, very concerning if Arsenal does not finish top four this season. That's what I'm saying. Because they, they, they have the team. That, that would be the next... If you look at progression, right? So let's just say, okay, last season, they didn't finish top four because they were missing one or two players or they were missing a preseason. They needed more confidence, right? They've had time to build that. So that being said, that team should be finishing top four this season. And this is the season where I feel like you can truly, truly judge Ateta and this Arsenal team and, and their process. And what they ask of them to finish top four this season. No, it's not. Why? Yeah, it's not. But it's, it's the most realistic because, expectation. Because, because doing that, honestly, I feel like doing that is, I, I think that you're, you're, too, you're too prideful in Arsenal's ability and you're ignoring the fact that people like, you know, Chelsea and Tottenham and, you know, will have something to say about that. I'm not even counting United. I'm not counting West Ham Leicester City. Yeah, no, 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 but you can't. No, 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 but those two teams that you mentioned, those two teams that you mentioned, those two teams that you mentioned, Arsenal on paper, maybe they're on power Spurs in terms of quality of players. Well, uh, managers, they're not. Tottenham huh? is higher. No, they're not. Yeah, okay, so, then we're the fifth, so what I'm hearing you say, we're the fifth best team. You, what so you, what the, I'm telling you is, you're, yes, Arsenal is the fifth okay. best team okay. in the Premier League. So, well, I'm also hearing you say that if we finish five, then it's realistic. Yeah. Yes. Those are the five on we're saying that I, I think that's probably true. I think we're, but I do think yeah, I think I think, I think number five is a realistic expectation for you guys. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on par with Spurs at least. I, I can't say Spurs yes. is that much for her. I think, I think Spurs has a slightly stronger squad than you do. Yeah. No, they do not. Spurs is a lot deeper than you guys, especially in the midfield. Especially in the midfield. Especially in the midfield. Yeah, they do. What gives Spurs the advantage? What gives Spurs the advantage, in my opinion, is their manager, yeah. right? Now, this also, is you, see, you, see, you see what no, I'm no, saying? No, no, but this is what I'm saying. No. I'm not. So, here's the thing. At the end of the day, like, you cannot compare Pep to, to Arteta. You can't compare yeah. Pep to even Tuku, right? You get what I'm saying? Like, there's something to be said for, like, yeah. having done things multiple times. Like, you've been through the fire, you have a system, and you know how to work around that system, right? Right? But what I'm saying is you, the, the discount factor that you're giving Arteta's managerial abilities is too high. That's my point. That's the best way for me to put it. Like, you, you're discounting that team based on Arteta's inexperience by, like, 30%, 40%. And I think it's, it's maybe a 10% discount or 15% discount. That's my point. Okay. I think we'll know more after we I think I feel, like, I feel like you've been burning to say something. All right, we'll leave, leave that there. Since Ono's back, are you? Can you speak loud? Can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Okay, it's good. Let's it might be a bit more sound on my sound side. Yeah, no, it's good. good. We, I, we can are you, well. Is it really noisy from my side? Can you hear? No, the sound is better. All right, good. Let's talk about your your team. Go ahead. Just tell us what you thought about your team. We'll go back. A little bit. Just all about my team or something specific? Oh, the game. <laughs> oh, the game today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really happy not to lose for the fourth time consecutively. So. <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> of course. The record, record keepers are here. <laughs> record keepers are here. I, most of the game, I, I was fighting with people in the bar, honestly. But we got some diehard people. And old geezers over here <laughs> who couldn't take any criticism of Kane. Uh, I, I thought that most of the game we were letting 
Conte and Chelsea's back line kind of hold the ball and Kane wasn't pressing. And so that just just having nobody to lead the press just allowed Chelsea to have the ball. So I think halftime that you guys had like 70% possession or something like that. So then all of a sudden the game changed when Richarlison came on. But unfortunately, we, he took Sessignon off. I really wanted to see Son off because Son was having a bad day, just a horrible day with the ball. But so, it was not a bad game intentionally, though. That was a tactical what do you mean intentionally? What I'm saying is like, when he woke up this morning, he wanted to have a good game. But Chelsea <laughs> backline has something to say about it. So it ain't like, no. you, you know what I'm saying? No. I don't no. agree. I don't agree. I don't think it had anything to do with Chelsea backline. I, he was taking bad touches, couldn't control the ball, controlling it poorly in his own box. I mean, it was just, just one of those days where, you know when you go out on Friday night, and you go to the after hours and come back home at six, but you got a game at eight in the morning. So you're like, <laughs> you're like going off an hour of sleep. Sorry, I'm talking about my 20s right now. This is bad. Okay, so um, he, sh he just had a horrible game. Anyway, I like Chelsea, though. I like Chelsea's team and how you guys set up. But the first goal was just a wonder goal. I mean, yeah. you give him 200 tries. Koulibaly is not even hitting that properly the next time. But for us, the, the problem that I saw today is the same problem that we have, we've had last season since Conte came in. And it'll show and be emphasized against the stronger team. So we're trying to play with wing backs, this 3-5, three, 3-4-3. Three, three. But all our wing backs are learners. Everybody's learning. It's such a key position in the formation. And we have to have some people, some experienced wingbacks in there. So we're going with Sessignon. We're going with Emerson that's learning. We've got Jet Spence. Uh, now we've got Perisic, but he's 35 or 49, whatever his age is. So we haven't still improved on a key part that could make the difference when we play big teams. So when we play big teams, it forces us to be more defensive because our wingbacks aren't good aren't really good going forward. You know, Sessigno had one chance today, wasted it. You know what I'm talking about. All by himself, in your box, took three touches. You don't need three touches to put a shot on target. I mean, not to sound like I'm being hard on players, but for me, every time I watch our team, I'm happy with the progression. I'm happy with the new players. But then we go ahead and we get Jed Spence. Jed Spence does not improve our wingback position. That is, Jed Spence is literally Ryan Sessignon two years behind, two years ago. So we, we still haven't improved there. And, you know, I, I thought it would be tough today. But I think, I think it was a little bit better because Chilwell didn't play. I thought if Chilwell played today instead of Cucurella, you guys could have taken it. You guys could really have taken it today. Why do you say that? He's stronger defensively in the matchup against Kulusevsky. He'll be better. Kukurella was good, but he kept crossing the nobody, playing bad, yeah, bad crosses in when he had time and space. Chilwell would have done better with those chances going forward. So we, we were kind of let off today there. But for me, I mean, a, a key point of the game was just our wingbacks are sub, subpar, and our strikers were all off today. I mean, 
Kane just managed to get a goal in the last five seconds to save his whole game because he was having a trash game. Son had a trash game. Kulusevsky didn't do so well. But, you know, I, I, I like what I saw from, from everybody on our team. I just don't see the improvement in the wingbacks. If you I, notice I, in the I, last 10 minutes of the game, he put Conte put Lucas Moura in as a right wing back. So that's our next attempt, apart from trying to upgrade through the transfers. He's trying to turn Lucas Moura into a right wing back. And, you know, the jury's still out on that one. That, that's going to be a tough sell to Lucas. So we'll see how it goes. But but Lucas is a is a I mean he'll put the effort in and he's the kind of player that's disciplined and will listen to the coach. But to say that we're gonna get him to a place defensively where we can play against the Liverpools, Manchester Cities with him as a right wing back, I'm not I'm not convinced. And for me that's the biggest that's the biggest thing to say about my team. Okay. I think the formation, though, I think the formation, though, is intended is intended to function as a defensive formation against bigger teams, right? Because if you're playing against Brighton or Southampton, you know your wingbacks are flying. Um, not Kukurela, what's his name? Cessna, Cessna's flying up and down. The guy on the right, Royale or uh, McDuffie, whoever, whoever you guys pick there. If you're playing against Chelsea and Manchester City. Of course, it's supposed to work, you know, as a more defensive formation to make a five at the back. So I don't think you can really complain that, you know, you, you kind of seem defensive when you're playing a big team. When you guys played against Southampton last week, I didn't hear any of these complaints. I mean, of course, I don't I, I didn't talk to you last week, but, you know, there were, there were no complaints about Ryan Sesmio. He scored. He scored last week. You know, Matt Doherty looked like. Look like a really good right defensively. I'm, I'm saying the wingbacks are subpar, so defensively, they're going to be subpar. Attacking wise, they're subpar, and you're going to see it emphasized against the big team. So, yes, he scored against Southampton on the right side. Kulusevsky looked like Messi last week against Southampton because he was playing against Gineppo, right? It's, it's a weaker team. I'm saying that. That weakness that we have will be emphasized against the bigger teams. That's that was my point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. But I think you you guys did adapt after this first half and you got back in the game. You, you looked really poor in the first half. The second half was better. I still think you still point from Chelsea. I, I think I think Romero should have seen red. I, that's yeah. just how I feel. Yeah, I, the, I, the officiating in that game was questionable. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't watch. I don't watch but, the NFL that said, much. No, no. no yes, I, 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 I but even hair right. pulling is illegal in, in the NFL, is it not? Oh. You can't touch a player's yeah. hair. Yeah. I, don't. <laughs> I love the refs to say. I just want to say I loved all the refs today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, my own thing, like, the way I look at all this ref decision is, at the end of the day, it balances out. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't go our way today. It might go our way next week. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, as I said, it is what it is. That game, I'm not – I went in expecting a loss, and then we took a draw, but it is it is what it is. But I, I do feel that Spurs are one of those teams that are they're, – they're, they're going to contend for the title this season. So, okay. watch the space. Contend for the title? You think they're going to yeah. contend for the title, Odom? Are you afraid to say No, it? no, no. Like, like I said from the start, I told you that 
I don't see the improvement in a key position wingbacks. I've been saying this since last season. I don't think we'll be competing for the title with Sessignon, Doherty, Emerson as our wingbacks in a 3-4. We cannot play that system with those wingbacks. Like, you're not going to achieve any great thing. I don't think we'll be competing for the title. Now, on the refs thing, I do have to put my hand up and say, that last goal probably shouldn't have stood. Like, come on, how you going to pull somebody's hair? Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know how the refs didn't call it. I don't know how the ref didn't call it. But yeah. I'm happy, though. That's that's I mean that's EPL for you man. Yeah, I saw that I'm like you guys like, like a slice too. Too. I mean my man went in there. It was yeah. like what are those like? <laughs> yeah. Like, I I don't want to say too much, but I've used those moves before. I mean I can see what Romero was doing. I mean he he had a good hole. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Okay. Did you like it? It was it was a great game to watch though. So, oh, good. We're gonna move on. How do we do? I just get this in now because of my friend, Agatami, and his presence on the podcast. We need to go United. What are we doing, United? Um, yesterday, we all watched that game. I watched, you know, I was cooking and I was watching the game, and every time I would hear a cheer, I'm like, oh my god, another goal, another goal, like first 30 minutes, four goals, you know. First goal was definitely the hair's fault, second goal. The hair's fault. And the third, last two goals happened so quickly, I couldn't tell. You know, I didn't go back to watch the replay. I just went somewhere else. What is happening at United? We have to discuss this. Jola. Are you talking to me? Yes, sir. Oh. Listen, um, what's happening at United? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, like I said a few minutes ago, right? You you um you look at the annual progression for teams like Arsenal, right? And over the last few years, you've narrowed down the things you have to fix. Over the last half decade, Manchester United has only expanded in the things we've had to fix. So the 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 issues just keep multiplying. You take any United fan and ask them what is wrong with your club, the answer is everything. And every Everything is in, it's, it's not an exaggeration. It is everything. I don't even want to address the ownership issue now because every, I mean, we've beaten that horse dead. I, the, the manager issue, I, every, I, last season, over the last two years, I've been on that soundboard, Ollie out, Ollie out, Ollie out. I'm happy to admit that Ollie was not the only problem. And I knew that. We knew Ollie was not the only problem. I think the problem is we just did not know how bad these players were. Like I, 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 I will, I will admit that I thought the coaching, a change of, uh, uh, changing the manager would fix, you know, a huge percentage of the problem. I was wrong. I was too early to tell. Huh? I mean, ETH can be decent. I'm saying it's too early to tell. Yeah, it's too early. Sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's too early to tell, but yeah, it's too early to tell. But 4-0 to Brentford is bad, but I, I think if that was Liverpool, people would have said, you know, oh, bad day at the office. Uh, this is that, why we love the EPL. That it's not, it's not about wait, but, but didn't Aston Villa beat Liverpool like 7 1? 
like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Joe, that's a one off, bro. I've been talking yeah. for back to back. This is no, this and is no, I know. I've been talking for back to back, my brother, bro. Yeah. Bro, I should be eating the foursome sand. They should make a foursome sandwich, especially for Manchester United. Brighton did it. Uh, Watford did it last year. Liverpool did it. Brent, bro. Yeah, but you know, I've but never had a United's problem. And I don't you, plan you, to have one. <laughs> United's problem, United's problem, really. United's problem is it has nothing to do with the players or the manager. United's problem it, is it has everything to do with the players, my brother. No, it has nothing to do with the players. And it's structural. It's structural. The, uh, yeah, you see, see, everything are English. Let me tell you, let me say let me say something right now. Structure, the, everything is English. This it's is not the thing. players because those players, those players on paper. Here's how you know it's not the players. Yeah, here's how, here's how I always have to look at all those things. Is are are those players underperforming to their potential, or are they underperforming? Are they overperforming or underperforming? Right. If we look at those individual players, and the reason why I say that is this: look at Sancho, look at um. Dada, uh, what's take the McTominay and give me Jorginho. Take McTominay, give me Jorginho. Take Maguire, give me Koulibaly. No, 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 no. Take Maguire, give me Koulibaly. But wasn't it the same? The you keep talking about Maguire, like, like, wasn't the same Maguire that was in that was in Leicester City? That's wasn't it the same uh, as Varane that was, Varane like, that was in that was in uh, uh, Real Madrid? Like y'all make this players horrible. That's what I'm trying this to say. Like y'all make this players horrible. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they're great players, but I'm saying it's like this players are not as bad as y'all try to make them seem. Wasn't it the same time? Okay, let, 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 let me counter. Let me count. Let me counter something. Let me just counter something. Maguire, the same Maguire that was at Leicester City when it was at Leicester City, he was in the back three, right? And and let's get back no, 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 one. Leicester, let me finish, bro. Let okay. me finish. Leicester City, the same Leicester City sold you guys. Kante for 32 million. They sold me Maguire for 85 million. The same Leicester City sold you guys Ben Chilwell, right? The same Leicester City sold Riyad Mahrez to Leicester City. 50. Why, why, why can Maguire, why can Maguire's performances not at least try to match the level of performances of those of those other players? He is shit and we bought badly. That's it. Period. Now with Ruth Varane, with Varane, bro. Real Madrid knew this guy was already on his last legs. We bought that was another bad purchase. Thiago Silva was, was, was on his last legs. Thiago Silva was on his last legs. No, no, you can't, you can't. That's why but, it has to be a combination. It's not. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like what I'm saying is like, no, 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 United, no, no. like you know, United's problem. Question. Question. I, have, I have one really question. What you partner with? Really what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, one question, question about man. Okay, wait. Let me hear Ono's question. What is your question? Are, are you making the point? Are you making the point that the fault is with the board? I just want to be clear on this. Are you saying that it's with the board and the players you have aren't good enough? The, the, yeah. Or are you making another point? Well, the point I'm trying to make is it has not. It's it's not only the it's not only a coaching problem. It's not always been only a coaching problem, right? So when people like me were shouting Oli out. Right, the perception was that a new coach would dramatically change this team. We were wrong. I was wrong to kind of uh to you know almost portray that. I didn't, I was that's not what I was thinking, but 
it came off. It, it, it did come off. But you, but you were, you were yeah. right though. Only, only, only was not make. What I'm trying to say is this, July, if I may, please. What I'm saying is, this, think about like you're trying to build a house, right? You're trying to build a house. First of all, the land that you bought is already sinking, right? So rather than you, okay, you're building a house, you have bad land. You now went to go. Um, you didn't even put a door in your house, right? And then when it came time for electricity, you did your wiring wrong. All I'm saying is, United as an organization has foundational issues, right? To so top on those foundational issues, you guys have also made wrong decisions off and off the field. Let me give you an example. Chelsea as a club, people keep forgetting, Chelsea as a club, we've not had really good signings. Chelsea has had horrible, horrible signings. But the reason why we don't pay daily for our mistakes is because organizationally, we have a good strategy to where you know we don't we don't we don't pay for it as much, right? But what I'm saying is United, and these are you know, mention one good decision that United has made in the last five and, years. And that's and that's the point I'm trying to make. That's my we, we have we have we are bad structurally as an organization, and we are also bad on the field. You can't be bad on both ends and yes. give anything good. Yes, right? yes. Now, even though we've changed the coach, even though we've changed the coach, we have this we have this terrible organizational structure. And we also have horrible players on the field. That's I don't know. I won't call them horrible, though. I won't call them horrible. And this is my thing. Let me flog them. Let me flog them. You don't have horrible players. You don't have horrible players. But, 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 uh, Stephen, what I'm trying to say is this. It is still the same team for the most part as last season. Yeah. This is still the same team. I still see Maguire and Luke Shaw and, and De Gea and McTominay. It's still the same thing. The only change... Is that we brought in Martinez, we brought in Ericsson, and we brought in a young left back from the Dutch league. Yeah, I had no, yeah, no business buying Ericsson. This is how you know this club here. I don't know what you guys are smoking there. Why are you buying Ericsson? Why? Why? Well, but, they want to be like Spurs. They want to be like Spurs. And and so 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 that's the problem I'm saying. You cannot you you cannot you cannot bring in you cannot bring in a new driver and keep the same terrible vehicle. And expect to win a to win a Formula One race? No, it's not. That's the solution to United's problem. That's the solution to United's problem. So what is going on at United? Yo, I don't know. Try to the solution. to United's problem. Hold on, that that let this guy hang himself. You're not making this fun for me. I joined this broadcast from the bar so I could hear this guy do his rants and hang himself. July, look, let me tell you something though. I'll let you go on, though, because I want to hear you more. But contract me. I can solve your problem in two, two minutes. No, I want to hear <laughs> two that. Minutes. What, when you say what is their problem and how to solve their problem, what are you referring to? What do you so, the, honestly, the, pro, the how, how to solve the United problem is we have to buy our way through the problem. I want to no, hear that. No. You're crazy, you're crazy I, man. No. You're a crazy man. I just decided you're a crazy no. man. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have to buy our way through. And, and this, it is, the, it is the only realistic solution. That's your solution? Why? It is the That's only your solution? realistic solution. Why? Why? Because That's your solution. Not, I'm not, we're not getting the Americans out. We're not getting Glazer out. No, it's not happening. It is not happening. I don't know how to do it from, from Atlanta. I can't do it. I don't have the answer. Right. So how do you Joel. do it? You Jill, have, I listen to you. Have to get, go ahead. Listen, one second. Let me let me solve your problem in two minutes. Erickson's not a defensive midfielder, bro. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. This stuff is so blindingly obvious that I don't, I don't even like your team. 
and I was crying for you guys. And and, and you know, are you I, serious? I, I, Look, let me tell you, let me tell you, it's frustrating me because I've seen the same thing with Pogba. You take an attacking midfielder like Pogba and you play him as a CDM and you complain when he loses the ball in front of your box. You've done the same thing you did to destroy Pogba's career with Ericsson. And I can't believe it. It's, it's killing me. The, the second thing, the second thing is your your wing, your fullbacks are always playing too high. Why are you playing Shaw and Delo? Like they're always so fucking high. They're always defending on the halfway line. Yeah, that there's is a, a gap. There's a huge gap between them and the center backs every time the other team attacks. Why are they defending so high? That doesn't even make sense. Like to see it happen in one game, then happen again. Yeah. And for God's so, sake, a stop problem playing Ericsson as a and, <laughs> defensive midfielder. And, 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 and I think, and this is what we have to. I mean, of course, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm, good, I'm willing to give this manager as, as, as much time as much time as is reasonable. But that doesn't stop me from criticizing what I think is some naivete in his approach. Right, this man showed up to the Premier League. Right, this man showed up to the Premier League. I don't think he knew that much about this league. I don't think he knew that much about this league. This man came. Why do you say that? Huh? Why do you say he doesn't know that much about the league? Well, let, yeah, yeah, let me explain. So, the, 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 first of all, this guy, this guy seemed to, to pretty much say that, oh yeah, we have we we have quality players in this team. They finished second. Blah 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 blah. And I'm looking at him like, bro. You have no idea how terrible these players are. Number two, number two, the way the way he seems the way he seems to want to play football, and the the kind of the personnel who puts in the team does not match. You want to play a high line. What is Harry Maguire doing as as a centre back? What is Harry Maguire doing as a centre back? The, you you let to answer your question about Shaw and Delo. The, the reason they're that high is because it's a system thing. It is a system thing. It's just that they don't, these guys just don't know how to, I like they, these players are so like, I feel like their head has been blocked for three years and it's going to take more than three weeks to unblock it. So Shaw and Dolo are so high, right? Harry Maguire, because the guy is, this guy, this guy plays football in reverse. He is that slow. The guy's brain functions in reverse. Harry Maguire is slow up here and he's slow down there as well. But you know what's crazy though? You know what's so, crazy? So you can't you can't do that. You cannot. But Maguire in the English team. Maguire in the English team doesn't look that bad. No, I don't want to hear about the English team, bro. I don't want to hear about the English team. The English team is the three at the back system. I don't want to okay. hear it. Okay, quick okay. comparison. I don't want to hear comparison. it. Joel, like, quick comparison. Quick comparison on the English team uh, that Maguire can't work on the English team. He has Chilwell on the left, Walker on the right. Those players are di very different from Shaw and Delo. I, I don't know. I don't understand the Shaw and Delo thing on the side. But just to compare the Dutch league for Ten Hag, right? I think up until one or maybe two years ago, Daily Blend. Remember Daily Blend? He played yes. for Man U and then he was tossed. Yeah. But up until one or two years ago, Daily Blend was still the starting left back for a championship winning Ajax side. Yes. That's the Dutch league. That's and, where and you got your coach from. And, and 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 that's one and that's one of the ways that in which I think uh, Ten Hag is being a little bit naive. Um, I don't think I don't think he anticipated how physical and how quick this. But it's just game two, though. It's just game two. No, no, it's just two games. I hear you, it's but I'm still games, guys. Two games. 
It's two games, but I, we, bro, but we've seen things in two games. Right. We're not reaching definitive conclusions. Sorry. Sorry, what you say? I think we see that it's going to be zero points from nine by next week. I think. No, 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 no. Zero points from 12 because after okay. Liverpool is Southampton. Southampton. Okay, they're going to beat Southampton. You beat Southampton. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you that they are going to play it, Abby. <laughs> you did you hear what um did you hear what uh what's his name thomas frank said even ivan tony this guy said we studied the way brighton played them we studied the way brighton yes, i heard them. that i heard that we, we, we usually like to play out of the back like brighton but because we saw the weakness we started playing long balls Yo, yeah, that. That, that took me out. And 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 something about Martinez. Again, look, I'm not I'm not on this, you know, he's too short in the to play in the Premier League. I don't think I don't think that's all there is to it. I don't think that's all there is to it, but um it might it, there might there might be something to that because I feel like in the Dutch league, Martinez was not playing in a team that was always coming under pressure, right. at least not under aerial pressure. Right, so he's in the Premier League, and in every single Premier League team, there is at least that one striker or that one giant midfielder who will put your defender under pressure, especially a five-nine center back. So look, maybe that's maybe that's another way in which he was naive, but he has a lot to fix. He has. I mean, is, is he just playing him there at center back because you don't have another center back? Because no, no, he brought him to play center back. Okay. Like he, so we were stopping him for left back because we have we needed a cover for Tierney and he can do both. So we weren't ever going to play him as a center back when we're scouting. No, 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 no. Uh, Martinez was brought to play center back. The thing about Martinez, though, Jola, like. You're saying he's not getting area pressure. The thing is, in the Dutch league, I heard a stat that he actually won more headers yeah. last season than Maguire did. The problem yeah. is, it's in the Dutch league. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and so, and, so the pressure is is completely different. But Ten Hag is looking at that stat and reading it without the context, as if he doesn't understand that the leagues are different. Yeah. So Martinez can win two hundred thousand headers in the Dutch league. But it's not the same as in the in the Premier League. But it's yeah. sad that we're even talking about it. that's such a basic point, though. Yeah. I want to move to another point. This is the point I, I really wanted to talk to a man you fan about. It. So are you you were okay with Varane being on the bench? Were no. you okay with Varane oh, no. being on the bench? No, oh, no, no, okay. no, I'm not okay with Varane being on the bench. Absolutely not. Okay. Left to me, left to me, left to me. I'm starting a combination of Varane and somebody else, maybe Lindelof or Martinez, or even Eric Bailly. Right. Why? Again, because that matches with the system you want to play. You want to play a high line, you need a defender who's quick, you know, if a ball comes over the top. You can't do okay. that, Maguire. Um, okay, no, th thank you for that. I just wanted to know if it was the whole club that has Colo or... Oh, no, 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 no. Just the management and the coach. So you're still good. You're still sane. All right. The only thing is I can't believe Varane was on the bench. With his injuries and stuff. That's just the only thing with Varane. I don't, I can't, I, I don't think he's dependable. Okay. I'm going to just pause here on because right. I feel like we'll talk about United again today and for real next week. So yes. I don't want us to beat the horse to death. I do think you're paying the hair too much for those little errors I saw. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm officially um, back. 
I've left the I've left the pro the hair club. Yeah, where is the Henderson? I heard, I saw him today playing for another team. I didn't know he went on loan. Yeah, yeah, he went. He's on loan. He's on loan in at Nottingham Forest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no comment. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You must have something to say. No, no, no. no see, the thing is, the thing is, I feel like a dickhead. No. This is why I feel like a dickhead because I hammered Dean Henderson. I, I, oh, I went in on him because he came out after, after he, after he, uh, he signed with Nottingham Forest on loan. He came out and started talking shit about United. Right? Oh, Saying, I didn't know that. To me, they did this and that. Um, I did not, I never wanted to be there. I did not even want to be there for the new manager to see me because I did not want him to convince me to stay. Um, and I cannot wait to play against Manchester United. I wish I could play against them. That's what he said. Oh, no, he can't come back. He can't come back. Well, there's no coming back from that. He can't come right? back. I mean, you you bring a gun to a knife fight. Now, bro, now we shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> right? So that's crazy. I didn't know he said all that. Well, I went in hard on him. Yeah. And yeah. then the hair does that. <laughs> and I can't say anything, right? And then to top that off, Dean Henderson saved the penalty today. Yeah. It's a good save. It was a good save, oh. too. So it is what it is. Uh the hair. 375,000 pounds per week to do that, to do that. So like a days ago. I think, I think I'm done with the hair. Yeah. I saw him kick the ball in the middle of like his own box to Eric. Yeah. There, like, that, there was no reason. Remember last season, uh, Maguire played a similar kind of pass to Fred. <laughs> last <laughs> season? Maguire's been playing a similar kind of pass every day in training. What are you talking and, about? And like? You know what? The coach came, after the, after the game, the coach came out and said that, look, we we the the way I train these guys, I tell them that look, if the pass is not on, just clear it. You don't always have to play out from the back. That's what the coach said. That's how. That's why sometimes it's hard to always blame the coach because the players are not executing what you know. Yeah, No, no. I love this one this week because Maguire looked right at the opponent. He looked right at all the options. <laughs> he was like, yeah. no, I'm going to give it to this guy who the defender is going to take it from. <laughs> I loved it. He had like three seconds to choose that pass. And he was like, no, I, I'm, I need to pass it there. <laughs> I love Maguire. Let me just say this, though. Let me just say this, though. Please. Please. You, Jola, and you and your club, do not dare Go sack your manager now before we play you. Don't do it. Why? Don't sack your manager now. After you go your zero from 12 points, I don't want you guys to sack Ten Hag. Go hire some nice manager. And then we play I you and it's a hard game. Nice manager. Yeah, no, keep, manager. keep this Ten Hag guy. I, it's not, I, don't think it, I, 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 I hope he doesn't get sacked. I don't, care if goes, I don't care if he goes five game on a five game losing streak. I don't think he should get sacked. I think he's actually a good manager. I think me good. too. Me too. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep this guy. Okay, we're, gonna move on. we're gonna move on. Game week, week <laughs> game three, week, game week three. The predictions. Let's talk about quickly. I just want scores because now we're at an hour. United, um, Liverpool. Come on, EJ, we can skip this. Come on, EJ. I, I hear you. I want to keep to your time. But this question, come on. Come on. I just want a scoreline. 
And this is at no. Soul Trapper preseason. You guys took, you guys beat. No, 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 no. It's at, it's at Anfield. Was it? Is it at Old Trafford? Right. There's no need, no need to predict this one. Come on. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. When Liverpool hasn't even won a game this season, it's still better. <laughs> it's still better. Okay. Yeah, no, no matter what. It's a I, I'm pre I'm predicting a, uh I think we're gonna score. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. Now we're gonna score. It's gonna be like a six-one. <laughs> we're gonna we're score. Six we're gonna score. <laughs> yeah, we'll score. Yeah, I think it'll be Liverpool. What was it last year? Four-zero. Last year was last year was four-zero, then five-zero. Okay, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be three zero this time. I don't know if you score. Um, I don't know, but Liverpool. I, I don't trust Liverpool this season. I'll I'll say more when I see their game tomorrow. Uh, I trust them to whoop us. You <laughs> <laughs> may not win. Oh, all right, all right, that's fine. Leeds Chelsea. I think Chelsea wins that one again. I think Leeds, Leeds Chelsea. Yeah, Leeds Chelsea. Sorry, what game? What game did you say? Chelsea will beat Leeds. It's at Leeds. No, no. Leeds um, versus Chelsea. Oh, were you saying something else? Turned upside down. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I think. Where is it? Where are the plane? Where are the plane? Leeds. The plane at Leeds. I think that's a draw. You know, I think that's a draw. Ooh. I saw one one. Okay, I think yeah. it's two one Chelsea. Two one Chelsea. Okay. What about Newcastle versus Man City at Newcastle? You guys heard the podcast last week. We had Dim Lade on, and he was he had turned Newcastle into Manchester City. In fact, he was putting them on par with each other. He said, uh, teams cannot come to Newcastle and expect to win three one. Newcastle is gonna get beat. 10 by their new city level um, team. So they're going to get me. I, I, I think, I think Ben Vlade is um, big up to him, though. Big up to him and his new sugar daddies. Uh, you know, I, I really, I, I can't, I can't say, I can't say that I'm not jealous of him. I wish, I wish I had, I wish I had a sugar daddy like him. But uh, sometimes I, I hear what he says and I'm like, um, but I, I think I think City beats them four one. Four one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think it'll be a by a huge score line. They they drew today with Brighton. I'm looking at the shots on target. I'm going thirteen shots versus four. Like I don't think they're where they think they are just because they have no. Yeah. 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 I agree. To. City all city definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we have Bournemouth at Arsenal. Uh, we're going there. Yeah. Bournemouth. You guys are going to Bournemouth? Yes. Oh, Ono said Bournemouth. What do you think? Okay. Is Bournemouth not a newly promoted team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they usually, what do you think? promoted teams are usually, you know, they're tricky. But I think... Oh, I mean, they beat... No, no. Did they draw against Liverpool? Or they drew against Liverpool, right? No. Was it Bournemouth? No, no. Bournemouth hasn't won this season. Who drew against Liverpool in the first game? Fulham, Fulham. No, Fulham. no, no. Bournemouth won. Okay. Bournemouth won. They have more. 
They yeah, beat, they, they, beat Aston Villa. they beat Aston Villa 2 0. Yeah, they won. Oh, the first game they beat Aston Villa in the first yeah. game, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, they I, didn't I think Bournemouth has a chance. I would say I, I favor them to go against Arsenal, but it'll be tight. I think it'll be tight. Yeah. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll favor them to get a tight, let's say, 2 1 over Arsenal. Okay. I'd say it would be. More like three one Arsenal. Like Arsenal win. At Bournemouth. We'll beat we'll beat Bournemouth, but it'll be scary. Scary. Sorry, I think, what? I think Bournemouth are dead fool. Actually, regardless, that no, don't don't mind don't mind that the beat uh, Aston Villa. I think they're dead. I watched their was it yesterday. Uh, they're, they're not a good team. So I think Arsenal beat them like two zero. Last but not least, Spurs versus Wolves. Wolves is, Wolves is tough for us. Wolves is a tough game for us. I, I say. Remember they lost Connor Cody. Remember Cody's not there anymore. Yeah, Wolves is a tough game for us. I'd say we draw. I'll say we draw. But I'm waiting to see what we do for the final two weeks of the transfer window. Right. You want so, more signings? What do you mean? Wait, so, the game is next week. So, I'm I'm waiting to see if we bring somebody in next week. Before in the next week. Maybe that'll impact things a bit. Who are you? Wait, really quickly. Name one person you're linked to now that you expect to come mm. before next week. One person that we're talking about. Yeah. I, I honestly I haven't heard yet, but I've heard okay. that we're still going to be active in the transfer window. Okay. So I'm hoping that it'll be a wing back or a fullback, and that'll impact you know maybe the next game. Somebody that can actually come in and play again. So we'll see. But other than that, Wolves will be a tight game. I say draw. As far as beat Wolves. Who's mm. here? Yeah, I think um, I think it's 1-1. One, one. I say 1-1. One, one. Okay, okay. Well, that's it. We'll see what happens next week. Let's quickly jump onto this. The last few minutes, we're going to stand talking about our kudos and the donkey of the week. Who wants to go first? Oh, no. Actually, EJ, I really want to hear yours first. My kudos? Yeah. Ah, kudos. I didn't have a kudos in my mind prepared. My donkey is definitely the hair and the whole cast of Manchester United. Squad. Did you say the whole cast? Like we're a movie? I want to be a film, man. But no. The hair was just... I, for an I, I think at the beginning of the season, we saw that he's been at United for like 11 years or some long period of time that, you know, as a professional, those are the kind of errors you don't want your own number one making. Yeah. And uh, just bringing down the home around the team. I thought he did act paid off. Someone on Twitter said he sold the game, his family or something. It was just very strange behavior. And I think they should have subbed him off. But I didn't realize that you had sent the other guy alone and he said all these things. But no, he is the true donkey of the week. And I think I'll give my kudos to I'll give my kudos to Arsenal fans at the Arsenal, the Emirates Stadium for the way they they supported my young friend William Saliba when he scored an own goal. You would have thought he scored the winning goal. The way they cheered him. And as I said after the game, never has he ever seen something like that before. It was just the atmosphere was really great. I mean, that kind of atmosphere is what you're like 13 players when you have that kind of atmosphere. So I think the fans at the stadium were awesome. So I'll do get my kudos. 
Give me Saliba. Let me give you Maguire. No, I didn't complain. I don't want. I don't think. I'm just, I'm, hey, I'm just out here trying to negotiate on behalf of my team. That's all. I'm just. Hey, I'm just. I'm just shooting. About <laughs> that, it's better than like Maguire. He needs to give you um, fully body. Hey, look. Yeah, I'm just look. saying. If, if you're if you ever in need of a of a of a good defender, he's good. We'll even pay look. the shipping cost to you. I, I I heard even the prison team in Greece. Where Maguire is still under investigation, the prison team said no, we don't want him. That's why. That's why his whole case has been held up. They can't get a conviction for this guy. That's sad. <laughs> Those boys said no, 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 no. All right. Look. All right. All right. All right. Do I go? Yeah. Go. Go. Go ahead. All right. Definitely, kudos goes to something I've never done before. But this week, I, I was really happy. And, and my brother just moved to Canada with me. So we've been going back and forth about Jesus for Arsenal. He's an Arsenal fan. So I really thought Jesus would improve Arsenal with the runs that he makes. And I'm going to give him kudos to the week this week. Just his movement all through the game against Leicester. His goal, the first goal, I, I just loved it. And I captained him on my fantasy team. And he got me. He got me like forty points, yeah. like forty points by himself. So, yeah. I, I just I like the way he started. And if he continues like this, he he will make the rivalry between Tottenham and Arsenal. He'll make Arsenal great again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's gonna get them there <laughs> if he continues like this. Uh, donkey of the week definitely is Ten Hag. Ten Hag, just a horrible, horrible performance as a coach. I'm not going to call him a horrible coach, but horrible performance as a coach. And it, it really irked me just because it pissed me off what they've been doing with Pogba all through. And then to see them do it to Erickson pissed me off triple, triple times because we know how Erickson, how good Erickson is as an attacking midfield player. So to drop him and play him as a CDM with Fred, just that a, that a coach could do that. I don't even understand but, but, how but, how crazy that decision is. Like, no, 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 no. Hold on, I, I, hold on, I, I, hold on. And then to see it, to see it working, to see the goals come against you, and to keep on doing it in the game, not to make a change there. Mm -mm. I was, no. I, no. I have no words, man, for how no. much of a donkey he is this week. I have no words. No, I, I just okay, stopped so. there. So I um so when when Oli got sacked and we uh we brought in we brought, we brought in Ten Hag I made a promise to myself that I will defend this guy whenever I see him being slandered and this is one of those times where I have to leap into the defense of my coach. Let me tell you. Let me look. It is not the man's fault that the team refuses to buy a center defensive midfielder. What can he, bro? This guy, this guy has. Have you seen the way McTominay plays football, Steven? Have you seen the way McTominay plays football? McTominay, first of all, McTominay cannot receive the ball on a half turn. Let's start with that. McTominay has to face, look, he has to face the direction of the ball, <laughs> fully control the ball before he starts to turn. That's what look. that's what Ken Hogg has to deal with. Fred is not a DM. Fred look, is better so, so, as a box to box. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, 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 so by I, by your yeah. logic, by your logic, if El Nini is not doing well as a CDM, 
I should play Jesus there. No, 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 no. Because El Nene can't play there. Why would I should bring Jesus in there? No, Erickson is not that guy. No, no, no. The idea, the idea behind dropping Erickson, the goal was not to make him a CDM. Was the goal was to make him to make him play make from deep. That was the goal. Not to play him as a CDM, but to receive the ball and do something with it from deeper positions because there was no balls coming from that position. Nobody, no, nobody but, created but, play but, from that position. Now, is yeah, it his fault that De Gea decided to put freaking sand in his head? Right? It's not his fault. It's not his fault. And he even said, he even said that the way the train is this, if the pass is on, play it. If the pass is not on, do not put your teammate under pressure. So no, no, no. I, I am not going. I am on. not going to. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I hear what you're saying, but if you say the goal is not to play him as a CDM, the truth is putting him in that position in the two in front of defense. Most of the game, when you don't have the ball, it will put him in a defensive position. But guess what? They so had you the cannot ball. say the, the goal is not to play him as CDM. Ball. So basically, basically, that kind of logic is saying I'm putting him there in a CDM position so that he can help us when we're on no, the no, ball. No, 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 no. That, that's what, that's what you're okay. saying. Let, let he, me ask you He's thinking let about ask, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's thinking about it like this is going to help us when we're attacking, right? But if you look, even statistically, if you look at the Premier League, right, in the whole 90-minute game, they've already done the, done the studies. Each player has the ball. A player will have the ball maximum maximum of two minutes so the rest of the 90 minutes that player will be running and playing off the ball yeah any reasonable coach should know this so if you're playing somebody in a position only for what he's going to do when you have the ball you have to recognize no, most no, of no, the no, game no. you get he it. will be playing we off had, the ball in that game we have you six. cannot you cannot just overlook that no no, 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 You're no, no. putting him no, in a defensive position no, no. every time you don't have the ball. No. You can't only no, no. have a one-track no, 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 no. mind That's to say, so, "I want to so see what he does." Your, when your, we have your, the ball. your explanation assumes your explanation assumes that every time Erickson does not have the ball, the team doesn't have the ball. That is flawed. No, Man, no, no. He has sixty-seven percent of possession no. in that game yesterday. Okay. No, no, no. We had two-thirds of the ball. We had two-thirds of the ball. You no, I'm, I'm not saying. Make sense. You I'm not. That it doesn't I, make sense. I, I hear you. I hear you, but I'm not saying. Good on the ball. Wait, hold on. A player who is that good on the ball, especially when some nothing is coming from the from from from, from deep. You can't tell me it makes no sense to drop that guy just so he can try to create something from deep. Pirlo used to do that. Andrea Pirlo used to do that at AC Milan. No, and don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this, Jola. And Andrea Pirlo played next to Conte. Ambrosini played next to defensive midfielders, man. You can't say that. Andrew Perlow played next to defensive midfielders. Ambrosini, Conte, all those players. And, like, and, and no, you, you can't compare that to what you did to Erickson yesterday. Just, just because Perlow played deep did not make him a defensive midfielder. No, Perlow is a defensive midfielder, not, man. Not intended to be a defensive midfielder. He was trying to make him a deep line playmaker. That's yeah. all. Anyway. There's a difference between your DMs and your deep line playmakers. Everyone has told me that. I'll use my team as an example. Shaka is a deep line playmaker. We'll never call him a DM. He's supposed to be. Exactly. That's what Perlow was. 
Perlo was like Shaka. He's a deep line playmaker. And you can't even compare this to Perlo at all. I'm not trying to tell you that just because a midfielder plays that deep does not make him a defensive midfielder. No, it does because you're playing him in that position. To play make from deep, you can do that. Jola, you're, you're making the equivalent of this argument. You're saying just because I play Martinelli as a center back does not make him a center back. No, 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 you're no. Playing no, him no, in a defensive no, no, position. That's different. No, no, that's different. You're the, the, playing the, him in a defensive position. Midfield. Anyway, you know what? The most. You know what? Good. The most Good. dynamic and the most talented. I think. I think he should be able to rotate the game. A circle within that. Yeah, league. look, look. Just if I drop, he cannot be that. Yeah. He's going to replace Fernandez. Who's number ten at United? No. Say that again. I, who's, I can't who's believe midfielder at United? That that's Bruno. Technically, that's Bruno Fernandez, but the man is dead food. So I mean, I, I, I would even like that. Jola, Jola. See, first of all, you you've lost on this point because your defense of this coach is not even on the premise of what he did. It's on the premise that you decided when he came in to defend him no matter what. So no, you're not actually not looking at the point. No, no, because, because, no, no, because I like Ten Hag as a, I like his philosophy on football, right? And I think that philosophy can work at Manchester United, right? And until, until he shows me that he's just completely deficient, and I mean like only levels deficient, I will support him. I can't, I can't, I can't keep, I can't keep recycling manager after manager after manager <laughs> just because they lose two games. No, look. Well, you can't I, support blindly, man. You're supporting well, blindly a little blindly. bit. I'm not supporting Yeah, yeah because you decided I, to support him before you ever saw his first decision as a Manchester United manager in a no, game. No, no, no. You already decided to support him. That's blind support. I decided to support him. I decided to support him because I know his resume. Ten Hag football is committed to scoring goals. Okay. Right. The way right. he plays football, the way he plays football, he likes to press high and he likes he likes to press high and he likes to attack. That's what I love. That's what I was complaining about the last coach. That's what I hated about the last coach. Okay. You if know, you can defend coach, playing yeah. Erickson there, if you can defend playing Erickson there, then nothing else you, is going to be a surprise to me this season. Then? Go who ahead. Who would you play as a DM Go in ahead. Manchester United right now? Who would you play as a DM in Manchester United right now? Well, let me ask anybody, you. Let me ask anybody you. but fucking Erickson. No, 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 as a defensive midfielder, it makes no he sense. Wasn't playing wrong. He wasn't playing him as a defensive midfielder. He was just trying he to was. get him from deep. Wan Bissaka, bro, you you're putting you're sacrificing your team by putting Wan Bissaka in a defensive as a midfielder. As a midfielder, you need to have a rotating head. You need to be able to see around you. Wan Bissaka only sees this. McTominay only sees this. Like, bro, there is. Yeah, there are no Jola, Jola, you're, okay. you're having a turn this into a United podcast. I'm going to speak about all of you guys. Let's move on. Let's okay. move on. Who hasn't given okay. me your kudos? I've not given my kudos and donkey of the week. Kudos of the week. Kudos of the week goes to Thomas Frank and Brentford, especially for this reason. Uh, yesterday was one year to the day, one year to the day when they did 
last season, what they did last season to Arsenal. Remember last season when they beat Arsenal in the first game of the season? Was it 3-1 or 3-0 or something like that? 2-0. One year to the day, they beat United 4-0 in the same stadium. Uh, it's just, you know, what I, 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 I can't... For us, I can't we had COVID. Huh? For us, we had COVID. Wow. <laughs> We're complete. We didn't have blackout. We didn't have... We, you know who okay, I'm going yeah, okay, You had COVID, I had Maguire. Move on. You had COVID, I had Maguire. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I this little bit of information, too. I think it was 87 years to the day that Frankfurt beat United last. That's it. I didn't book at you. And it was 4 0 87 years ago. So it yeah. was just like, yeah. they yeah, got yeah. moved. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, okay. I, yeah. Uh, and donkey of the week, David De Gea, and look, he came out and apologized. Oh, I don't care. I, I, I don't care about your apology. I really don't give a shit. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Awesome podcast. It's been an awesome podcast. Thank you guys for showing up. Um, see you guys next week. We'll see if our prediction came through. Um, everyone else, follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Our information is here. Footy Fantasy, at Footy Fantasy. Some of them are other names, but yes. Great to see you guys again. See you next time. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace, see you. Bye. Hey, EJ. How are you? I'm good. All right, we're still on. <laughs>